The Jimmy and Nath Podcast. It's only the good stuff. Uh, and Jim, I'm trying something new. And I think it is important to try new stuff every now and then. Do you agree? Just no, 100%. Keep, mix it up. Just to keep Spice life. Spice things up. Keep life spicy. Just try to keep stuff spicy and interesting. So mm. I've changed something up in my life, something that I do every day, sometimes twice a day. Uh, but I've made a small tweak, and I don't know how I feel about it. So I need your involvement. I need Australia's involvement. I'm trying something new in the shower. I've started facing forwards in the shower as opposed to facing back. So for those confused by that, facing forward I deem as facing the water, yes. right? So when the water comes out, that to me is facing forward. Normally, I've always been a back facer in the shower, right? So the water comes from behind you, rides on your back. back. You don't see the you don't see the the tap essentially. Yeah. Yeah. The tap or the we don't see either. You see anything? You don't see either. What's there? You see nothing. You see the shower screen or yeah. curtain. Got my back uh, to it. Yeah, exactly. And I've decided to change things up because, as you know, you see my shower. Relatively small, small right? shower, yeah. uh, and I feel like this might have changed my life mm. facing the facing front in the shower because I now have more control. Right, I can easily grab the knobs and I can alter. <laughs> you I, that? I you heard the it. bit where they said I heard you it. Can easily grab the <laughs> it's a small shower. I can't yeah. fit too many people in there, uh, but when they're in there, so I, I can I have more control now. I can also see where the water's going. You know what I mean? So when the water when the water's falling down on me, I'm like, oh, a little bit left, a little bit right. I, I have. Like a visual ability to see where the water's going as opposed to just based on purely on feel on my back. When you say a little bit left, a little bit right, like mm. it doesn't move. It's stationary. No, but I move. You know what I mean? So if I'm like, oh, got to get under my arm, oh, where's the water? I can now see it see, with my okay, eyes and yeah. I can, you know, shimmy under it, shimmy under it, put my head under it. Maybe I don't want to wet my hair today. Oh, just the chest. Much easier to locate. I'll get rid of the water so we get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's Jimmy much easier. live from a shower. <laughs> we did. Um, hey, we did that once. Yeah, we did. With Amy Shark. Oh, that would have been the perfect song to go into. God, we should have forward thought that, guys. Um, so that's what I wanted to ask right now. 131060, jump on the phones. Australia, are you a forward or are you a backward shower facer? We live in a world where the biggest questions are always answered. But who asks them? Sky News. Debatable. The BBC, the ABC. In fact, none of the C's ask them the biggest questions, but we do. Are you a forward shower facer or a backward shower facer? Yeah, I thought it was an interesting question uh, to kick the week off, not just a show, but kick the week off with. Because everybody showers, mate. Yeah. If you're a bath person, grow up. Get out of the tub. Get out of the tub, mate. No one, Stand up. No one's bathing anymore. Em- right? Embrace the embrace the shower. So, 131060, are you a forward facer in the shower or are you a backward facer in the shower? Which way do you do it? Because I'm still undecided whether or not I'm now going to be a forward shower facer or if I go back to old habits. You know, old habits die hard, mate. Yeah. I mean, I've never thought about it. Um, well, and, and this is the thing. This and is you've... why I brought it to the show. I know. Because now everyone's thinking about it. Now, oh, am I a forward so... facer? Am I a backward facer? Mm. Um, Get out if you're a side facer. That's weird. <laughs> you're just facing a wall. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking about it now. Mm. I'm definitely a forward facer. Oh, you, um, you've always been a forward no, facer. No, sorry. No, forward facer. Oh, God, me. you don't know what you're doing. Bring in the shower. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> Wait, no, so uh, forward means you face the water. You face back the water. Means your back faces the water. Correct. No, my back faces the shower head, so I'm a backwards facer. And I think that's the most common. Because I just most... let, it, I let it drizzle over me. Yeah. Because sometimes I don't want to get my face or my head wet. Yep. So I just want it on the body. But I feel like if you forward face, you can't really stop no, it. No, see, I reckon I reckon if you forward face, it's you ha- you've got more control because you can see where it's coming from. 
You know, and you can kind of you know, push yeah, but, your chest out a little bit. But you're sorry, Australia Nate's showing me what he does. Yeah, you push but, your chest out. But you're leaning back too much. That doesn't look comfortable. Well, Watch this. We'd have to lean forward. Yeah, I was on my back. Yeah. See? It would just. No, see, it would still get you. You're like this. Okay, all right, now show me. Now show <laughs> me. Show me if you don't want to get any drizzle on any of your hair. What would you do? Forward facing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, now you look like Cosimoto. <laughs> It was neither way flattering. It was a slight <laughs> tilt forward. You're pulling it. Right. So yeah, well maybe I'm just a bit more dramatic. You don't have to go. I can. Do I just like feel that. like facing it leaves more chance as well to get water and stuff in your eyes. Well, yeah. Well, don't look. You don't look directly into oh, like it. The sun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the sun. You know what I mean? You, you see agree. where it is. You can kind of move your head to the left. Well, do you wear goggles? Move your... Well, you could wear goggles. You could wear some sort of waterproof eyeglass. I think they're goggles, mate. <laughs> is that what they're called? You run out of. <laughs> Oh, waterproof eyeglass. <laughs> so 131060 Australia, jump on the phones right now. Are you a forward shower facer? Like me, I've, I mean, I've just started it, so I'm new to it. I might change back, mm-hmm. which means you face the water when the when the water comes out. Or are you what I used to be and what Jim still currently is? Are you a backward shower facer? Which means the water falls onto your back first. You're facing away from where the water comes yes, out, yeah. from the tap. 131060, forward shower facer. Or are you a back shower facer? Uh, Jacob, welcome to the show. Hi, Jacob. G'day, boys. How are we? Good, mate. Forward facer in the shower or backwards facer in the shower? Has to be a four-way, forward facing. Otherwise, four way, Jacob? You definitely said a four way. <laughs> How big's your shower? <laughs> Not big enough, trust me. It's a two way for Jacob. <laughs> it's all right, Jacob. I can, I can barely fit just me in my shower. <laughs> Um, you also have to add logistically, it doesn't work for me. I'm six foot eight and I've got a shower snake, so I just can't be there. Stand and hold it on me back. So it has to be on the face. Jacob, did you just say you got a shower snake? Yeah, one of them too, but. <laughs> no, we do want a four way with Jacob. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Jacob Interesting. Like 720, mate. Come on. <laughs> Interesting point. Tall Jacob. You know, maybe it's difficult. Maybe the taller people out there are forward faces. Well, I, I thought the, tall, the taller people would be backward faces. Well, you thought wrong. Well, because wouldn't you have You're not hit... tall. Don't assume for them, mate. Don't speak on behalf of them. Okay, fine. You can only make jokes about Jacob's what you... six foot eight. Jesus yeah, that's a big boy. Hello, Diane. Hello. Diane, forward shower facer, backward shower facer. Down your back, it's like a massage. Frontward's like waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are. That's a, a good. That's point. fair. So you're a backward shower facer, Diane. You've always been that. Always. Never thought to you know change things up, get a bit spicy. Not into waterboarding. No. no. So are you into it? Hey, are you in a waterboarding? I'm not going to tell you, my king. Come in, do anything. Uh, Jamie. Hello, Jamie. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, good. You liked, our, you? you liked our waterboarding gear, did you, Jamie? I've been having a bit of a laugh, yeah. <laughs> Jamie, is an echo. Are you in the shower right now? No. <laughs> no, I do have you on loudspeaker because my phone's crap. Okay. But um, I'm not far from the shower. Oh, you're in the toilet. You're on the toilet, Jamie, aren't you? A bit of both. <laughs> Are you a forward pooer or a backward <laughs> The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Nate, it's a him, it's a Mario. Um, <laughs> a new voice actor uh, behind the famous Nintendo character Mario has just been announced. Okay. Massive round of applause to Kevin Afghani. Good on you, Kev. You've always wanted this, mate. You've been Luigi for such a long time. It's time for you to pull on the red overalls, buddy. Yes, he is a voice actor from the US mm-hmm. who will become the third person um, in just a handful of years to take the job. 
Um, he'll be debuting in the upcoming game, Super Mario Bros. Okay. Um, so Chris Pratt didn't get the call up. Well, yeah, Chris Pratt, uh, he did the movie, mm-hmm. um, Super Mario Bros. movie, which I still haven't seen. And uh, former voice actor Charles Matinet uh, announced earlier he'd be hanging up the blue overalls, having uh, voiced Mario since 1994. Mm. Um, uh, so now a long got, time. I've got a bit of it here. So this is the this is the new Mario. Here we go. Wee-hee. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Let me hear again. Here we go. Wee-hee. That's good. So it's, yeah, it's pretty good. Now, um, what I want on 131060 Australia, I want you to give us a call and see if you can do a better Mario. It's, okay. it's good. It's good. But I just I just think I'd love to hear some more options. Well, that's a, like a how big was the, you know, the selection Search. pool? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Did we go Australia wide? I didn't hear any like, put your hand up if you want to be Mario. Didn't see anything on the news or the project. Yeah. Watch that every night. <laughs> It's Didn't on the same it. time as us. Yeah, well, but this is pre-recorded. <laughs> We're not here. We haven't been here in years. Never been here. No. I always watch it. Mate, I told you. I said to the big boss, you want me to do, you know, nighttime radio, uh, you've got to give a bit. I've got to watch a project. I've got to watch a project. I've got to, project. Project. I've got to get voice viral Vens. Do still a thing? No. I, I mean, I should know. I think you got killed when they kill Pete. Sad. Uh, now, look, what I want to do, 131060 straight, can you do a better Mario? We're just looking for better impressions. Now, before we get to you, Australia, we're actually going to go to the team. Excellent. Now, this is interesting because producer Jared actually does a phenomenal Mario. Notoriously very yes. good now, Mario. Now, I asked the whole team to do it, but it would be very Jared. So when I don't ask him to do Mario, mm. does Mario. Mm-hmm. Now, it would be very... I haven't heard this. No, But it would be very Jared to just go, it's me, Mario. Can we guess who the best is and who the worst is before we hear it? Well, I think Jared, technically, if he does his impression, he should be the best. I'm going to say Jared's going to be the best, right? I'm going to say Kyrgios will have very little gusto and bruises will go way too over the top. And Bones? Bones will be... A bit British. Yeah, a bit British. And it's kind of like, well, it's it's a me, Mario. All right, now let's, uh, let's have a listen to the team's impressions of Mario. Hey, it's executive producer Bruiser. Actually, no, it's not. It's Mario. Yahoo! It's a me. No, oh, mm, ah, that doesn't sound quite right, does it? It's a me. No. <laughs> um, it's a bit lower. <clears throat> it's a me. No. Oh, God. Scared. It's a me. I sound like Peach. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> Yahoo! Yahoo! It's a me, order your bones, aka Mario. There's only one Mario voice in this town, and it is now me. Woohoo! It's a me, producer Jared, slash Mario. All these other fake ass <laughs> can't do it like a me. A Yahoo! A Diddy! Oh, well done, Jared. Yeah. Very good. Pull out the big guns for us, that's what we wanted. And I'll be honest, I was pretty spot on with the rest. You were, you were pretty... <laughs> Bruiser was like a super scary Mario in your nightmares. And you're like Marge Simpson and Mario had a baby. In Digital Kira's no! Kira defense, she did start with Gusto, but then when she realized she was shit at it, it, slowly... re- it really dropped off. Audio Bones was good. He was good. But very British. Very British. And um, Jared just nailed it. Nailed it, yeah. It's good. I'm glad, I'm glad you, you went all out there, Jared. You did very well. Thank you, mate. Uh what did you say? Oh, well, I, you wait. were saying thank you to him. Sorry. No, no, no. I was being him. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's answering phones at the moment. So I well decided done, to Jared. be him. You Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought because he's doing that his job. That should be a new thing. Yeah, Anytime I, I give a call Ask him one of a question. What um, do you want to ask? Uh, no, I just want to tell Brooke. Brooke, you've been doing a great job lately. Appreciate it. <laughs> 
Don't bust through. <laughs> I'm being you. Nath talks on behalf of the team now. Yeah. Now, look, Australia, uh, we know there must be some other great impressions or not so great impressions. That's fine. As Nath, you would have heard him say earlier, it's, it, there's a lot of gusto in mm-hmm. Mario. So we're looking for, you know, energy, enthusiasm. Of course. Um, because we want to see the better Marios. All right. 131060 Australia, this is your chance. Give us your best Mario impression or your worst one, whatever. Uh, Nathaniel, hello. Welcome. Hey, how you going? Was that it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I, I think I think Mario has gone Aussie, but that's it. No, okay. okay. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> hey, it's me, Mario. Here we go. Oh, Nathaniel, that, that, that is that is good. Wow. Have you been? Have you practiced that before? Do you know you have a good Mario? Uh, I kind of yeah. I've always known it since I've been playing the Game Boy, but yeah. um, no, I don't practice it or anything. It's just. Comes naturally. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you, do you show people that? Crack it out after a few beers? Uh, sometimes, not always. It's not, <laughs> not, not a regular occurrence. It's a Mario, and it's a your shout. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Nate. Uh, Justine, welcome. Hi. Justine, you got a Mario impression for us? Yep. Go ahead. It's a me, a Mario. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I believed it right up until the hello. hello. <laughs> The rest was good. You lost me at the hello, Justine. How often do you whip that one out? Well, I played Nintendo 64 as a kid, and I distinctly remember him going, Hello, it's me, Mario. Hello. And he has that hello, and I used to do it as a kid all the time. Hello. Hello. Oh, yours is good, Jim. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I didn't want to do it. I'm pretty good at it. (laughs) Very good, Justine. It's kind of my thing. (laughs) Be a weird segment. It's just me flexing on people. (laughs) Hey, good night. Hey, you're good. But I'm better. Uh, Vinny. Hello, Vinny. Oh, hi, it's Mario. <laughs> Good. Oh, thank you for using the official, official greeting of the show. show yeah. Love that. Hoo-ha, it's Hoo-ha. me. Uh, Vinny, do you play a lot of Mario? How come yours is quite good? Yours is quite good too. Oh, look, I don't play a lot of Mario. I haven't played in years, but it's just what I do in the shower, you know. I practice my voices, and Mario had to be one of them. Can you give us some more Mario, Vinny? It's me, Mario. That is boring. <laughs> that is boring. You are yes, it is. Oh, wait, wrong. Yeah, wrong persona. Sorry. <laughs> This is my house. This is my chair. Hey. Yahoo! Luigi, what are you doing? Uh, hello, Ray. Yippee! It's me, Mario, not Ray. Oh, hey, Mario. Okay. How are you? Uh, hello, Mario. Hello, hello, boys. How are you? Oh, Borat's back. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. Jim, a list has come out of the 20 phrases that have become extinct due to modern technology. Yeah. Lost a few of these phrases. Uh, let me roll through a few and you just stop me if something interests you, right? So modern technology has seen the death of many of these phrases. Roll down the window. Oh. R.I.P. Man. Roll down the window. Everyone out in the, out there in, you know, collectible cars going, no, you can still roll down the window. Some of the... Some, some, of the, some cars aren't collectibles, mate. You still roll down the window. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a bomb. <laughs> um, check the answering machine. Yeah. We used to do that. Every well, you time. still have an answering machine. Voicemail. Oh, voicemail. Yeah. Voicemail, different. This one I don't... Thanks, even, thanks mate. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I, so I know you were around there back yeah. then. Uh, this one I don't remember. Dial 411, which was the directory. So it was uh-huh. the phone directory. So it was like yellow pages, but you would dial four one one and ask them about. And you'd say, "Hey, could I get the you know the what's the four one one? That's where that came from. Another crazy phrasey, which is gone. Uh, beep me. Oh yeah, what? Beep no beep. <laughs> B 
beep oh. me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think people still say beep me, mate. Off. Uh, <laughs> sit down, producer Joe. Uh, I'll tape it. No, tape's still around. Grow up. What are you taping, though? Plumbers. It's me. <laughs> Mario. No, no, no. I think it's like, like videotape. Oh. Not. <laughs> not I better put a tape not, on it. Not electrical tape. Tape it. Yeah, I'm no. taping things all the time. Yeah, I'll, we tape wrapping paper all the time. You I tape think, your car together. Yes, I'm not arguing with that sort of taping. I'm talking. Well, like I'm just saying the phrases are video together. Tape. No, you're so right. Double meaning. Uh, <laughs> re- what means the same thing? <laughs> rewind it. No, we can still I rewind. St- I still on your use phone. it. Okay, when you're watching the footy and there's an instant replay, what do they do? We're just going to rewind it. I still do that. Even if I'm watching something, a movie, mm. you know, and your partner talks, you got to rewind it. What about this one? Don't waste film or get film developed. Well, I mean, that's really bad because I'm sitting in front of a disposable exactly. camera so, and getting and filmed. They're coming it. back. Yeah, they disposable are. Disposable cameras yeah. are on their way back. I'll fax it to you. Yeah, they're gone. No one's yeah. faxing anymore. I don't think I've ever sent a fax. Dro- I've never said this phrase in my life, probably because it's even too old for me. Drop a coin in the jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've loved the most so far. Can we change it, mate? <laughs> yeah, what, what's, what's it called? Dropping a coin Dropping a coin in the jukebox. I'm going to say that dropping a coin in the jukebox is now going out to spend money. So you're going to go have a big night. Yeah. The jukebox is having fun. Oh. So drinks, dinner, you heading out. It's a big blowout yeah. night. Mate, you want to come over and drop a coin in the jukebox? Oh, oh, mate. Let's go out and drop a coin in the jukebox, big fella. Bang. Absolutely. That's back. I put my life savings in the jukebox, you know what I mean? Uh, burn a CD. Yeah. Um, turn the channel knob. Turn the I don't channel think knob. Said turn the channel. What knob. this is on the list, mate? No, mate. Well, because it's would, dead. People would have said just change the channel. No one would have went turn the turn, channel. Look, because back in the day, you had to walk up to the TV and turn the channel. Did people go turn the radio knob? Yeah, well, they still no, do. No one turn the that. knob. No one's in you their car turn right it now. To scan it. Going turn off Jimmy and Dave. <laughs> turn quick, quick turn the knob. Put it on anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hit the pound key. It's now hashtag. No one says. <laughs> What says? What I punch in the <laughs> on the phone? Followed by the hash key. Yeah, yeah. They, they still say, say hashtag. Yeah, well the hash key. Yeah, but they don't yeah. say pound. Yeah. You went. It's hashtag. <laughs> Followed by the hashtag. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but they don't say hit the pound key. Well, people still pound. Yeah, I, I know, know that. I, am. I know that. You know the difference between a dollar and a pound. Um, <laughs> I don't dolly your mum. <laughs> My mum's a lovely lady. Uh, put the antenna up is the last one on the list. Put the antenna well, up. There's still antennas out there. Yeah, but they're old antennas. Yeah. Yeah, there's still so many old things. Well, the Coliseum, that's still around. <laughs> it's not in use. <laughs> yeah, but no one's saying. You know what I mean? Let's go down to the collo. <laughs> they are. You never dropped a dollar in the jukebox at the collo? I dropped, a a <laughs> I dropped a dollar in the jukebox stand at the collo and I was a one-way ticket to Pound Town. <laughs> Hashtag. Uh, 131060 Australia. Jump on the phones right now. Time for some crazy phrases. One man's trash is another man's This isn't my first rodeo. You're bucking up the wrong tree, bro. <laughs> it's time for Jimmy and Dave's Yeah, 131060. Jump on the phones right now. What phrase, in your opinion, is on the way out? What phrase, something someone used to always say, something you always used to say, or a parent or a grandparent, is on the way out? You don't hear it anymore. 
Maybe you're trying to give it life still. Yeah, I'd love to chat to those people. There's something mm. you always say. Yep. You know no one else does. It's on the way, but you're refusing to let it go. Something my granny always says all the time, every time we get in the car, was instead of buckle up, she would say click, clack, front and back. Because seatbelts used to have two bits to them. So back in the day, yeah. it wasn't just one over. It was literally you had to click in the front and click at the back. No, I think click, clack, front and back means front seats and back seats, mate. No, it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't. <laughs> Click, clack, front and back. Well, we always sat in the back, so why is she saying it to us? She's talking to herself. What? Well, there was no one in the front seat, so why is she saying why is front no and back? no in the front seat? Who's driving? Well, she's driving, but <laughs> she's not talking to herself. <laughs> front and back. You're in the back. Yeah. Click, Click clack, clack. I'm in the front. Yep. You're in the back. But so why every, is she talking to herself? Everyone in the car. She'll just be a click, us. clack, back. <laughs> also, anyway, that your, one's on the way out. Your, your <laughs> argument. No one was in the front. Grandma. Oh, we never went anywhere in the car. Hands in the back with a broom <laughs> to reach the pedals. <laughs> uh, tagged you on Facebook. I reckon that one's on the way out. No, oh, one's, no, no one's tagging my, it. My mum does one, which I know you, I actually didn't even realise, mm. and you didn't realise. Give them some curry. Yeah, I still don't know what that means. It's like to give them a bit of lip. Have a go at them. Oh, give them give some, some curry. curry. Give them a bit of curry, mate. Yeah. Give them a bit of curry. You thought mum was literal, and you should give someone a curry. Like a, like a red curry, curry like a Thai beef, beef or something. Yeah. <laughs> Masamata. If someone's mean to you, go G- give him a bit give of some curry. Masamata and a pompadop. <laughs> some basmati? Is that a roti? You got a roti? I've got some butter chicken <laughs> curry. Oh, throw one in there. That, unless you've got a Rogan Josh. Oh. Don't talk to me. 13, 10, 60 straight. Jump on the phones right now. Uh, hello, Steve. G'day. Steve, what, uh, what phrase is on the way out? Not happy, Jan, from the old Yellow Pages advert. Oh, that's right. Not happy, Jan. My mum used to say it all the time. Steve, do you still yeah. use it? Oh, I do, and none of the guys on site ever know what I'm talking about anymore because <laughs> they've never heard it. Yeah. They're probably like, Steve, there's no bloody Jan that works here. What are you, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, hello, Sarah from Geelong. Hey. Sarah. Hey, hey Sarah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what phrase is on the way out? Chill out, Brussels sprout. Oh, oh that's such a yes. Cool. I haven't heard that in forever. Oh, my God. What about unreal banana peel? Oh! <laughs> All the food and vegetable they related great. ones. I used to say that as a kid. Oh, my God. Unreal <laughs> banana peel. Don't be mean, jelly bean. Yeah. I made that one up, but I tell you. That... <laughs> oh. Have you got silly sausage. Oh, oh silly, silly sausage. sausage. There are so many food related ones. I know. Sarah, do you still use any of those? Uh, all the time. I've got a ten year old, eleven uh, year old son. So yeah, all Love the time. Keep, keep it, keep it. You know, pass it on to the next generation. Keep Sarah. it going. Good on you. I'm Sarah. trying. I'm trying to keep it going. Oh, well done. Pass it along. Billabong. No, she liked it. <laughs> Hello, Tony. Yeah. Hi. How are you going? Good. What phrases on the way out, Tony? Uh, when you repeat yourself and your parents tell you to stop, uh, stop sounding like a broken record. Oh, oh yes. yes. That My mum does that all the time. That's a good one. Yeah. Or go and jump in a lake. <laughs> go and jump in a lake. I think someone just doesn't like you, Tony. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a common <laughs> phrase, Tony. <laughs> Hello, Andrew. Hey, evening, boys. <laughs> good, mate. What phrase is on the way out? Oh, I was just going to show my age a bit, but um, get off the internet so I can make a phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. 
Of course. I don't think that was a phrase. I think it's just something like people said, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it's one of the yeah, most common phrases. They yelled at their siblings. Yeah. yeah Get really... off the internet. I'm trying to make a phone call. Oh, classic. <laughs> it's, not really a, it's not really a rhyme. <laughs> Get off the internet. I'm not asking for right. rhymes. I need to make don't, a phone call. Bridget. Don't push me. Push a push pop. What? Oh, what's that one? Don't push me. Don't push me. Push a push pop. Oh, oh. remember push pops? Used to push them. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Uh, Jimmy, we've already spoken about it. The entire team uh, gave it a real nudge at the Radio Awards on the weekend and round of applause to our team. I think a lot of us were uh, some of the last people standing, even at after the after party, if yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, there was a, you know, after the after party, a moment mm. where myself, uh, Bruiser was AP Bruiser, Jared. His partner Jeremy were all walking along yeah. with me. Um, I did lose them at one stage. Uh, but no, was... no, you ran away from them. That's not losing them. <laughs> it's like, but when, when you do it on purpose, it's... <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of ladies, um, might have been including you, Bridget Bridget. Were your shoes off at that stage or not? Were they still on? I kept taking them on and off because they were bleeding. Mm. Oh, actually, I think you sent a photo of your shoes afterwards and they were covered in blood. Yeah, it was pretty disturbing. Yeah, it's yeah, it not good. Not good. Not good. Uh, look, here's the thing. I did something a little bit earlier in the week off, uh, off the back of the Acras, right? right? So, you know, Jim, you've known me for a very long time. We've been very close, been best mates for a very long time. And you know I often like to promise people things. I often like to commit to things even when I... I uh, a, don't really want to do them, or B, don't have time to do them. Uh, and one of the people who's on the receiving end of that a lot is my fiance Meg, mm. who earlier in the week, well before the Radio Awards, Radio's Night of Nights, where, of course, we gave it a bit of a nudge, mm. I promised that I would spend the entire day planning the wedding with her. And there was a lot of things we hadn't done. So I'm talking there was there was food, there was transport, there was songs, party favours, finishing the list, all that kind of stuff. That I had committed to doing, or you're right, you're like, no, is it that boring? I can move on. <laughs> no, I got, I'll move on if you want. I we got, go to a song. I got up early this morning and I went out last night. <laughs> I went out Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm fine. I it's can play Peggy Goo. I didn't it's... have a nap today. Yeah, you're a big napper. I'm a big napper. I got up early and no nap. Yeah. And I went yeah. out last night. Well, I mean, this goes to my point of. Promising to do mm. things, and I over. was I was the last member of the team out. On you Sunday, were, so. you were, but it has been a day. Should have slept yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Should have didn't. Oh no, I was. I was on the sleep on the couch. <laughs> I saw that footage. Yeah. So thirteen ten sixty. I want to jump on the phones right now. What did you have to do hungover? What did you have to do hungover? Because I had to spend the entire day, even though I was hurting that morning. She was sitting on the end of the bed, going, "You ready for wedding planning?" She knew. She knew how I, I was feeling. I woke up on uh, on Sunday morning. Mm. I got home at around. 3.34am, mm. uh, I, I woke up at, I woke up at a bit 8. I went back to sleep later, but I woke mm. up at 8. And there was already all these messages from you about your wedding. Mm. And I was like, how long have Wait, you been? We were up at 7.30 oh. planning, hungover planning for the wedding. I couldn't tell you one thing that I committed to at that wedding. I mean, not that it was my choice anyway. Mate, you've only got one job. Well, actually, no, you got three jobs. I Turn do. Up, Two words. Look good. Yeah. Say I do. There you go. <laughs> and I can't promise look good. So, <laughs> Yeah, my job is to get you to turn up. And if I need to, I'll just stand behind you and go, I do. <laughs> so, someone said it. As long as somebody up there says it, then we're fine. Uh, so, 13, 10, 60, we've all had to do something hungover. Whatever it was, maybe you promised to, you know, to help move one of your mates. Uh, I feel like it's, all, it's often you know, uh, promising a partner. Promising a partner that you'll do something and then it comes to it and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot that I promised to do mm. that. So, 13, 10, 60. Hello, Marky. Hey, how you going? Good, mate. What did you have to do hungover? Uh, so it was my 30th the night before, mm. 
uh, drinking all night long with mates and everything. I had a wedding to DJ the next day. Oh, what time was the wedding, Mark? So the wedding was at about three o'clock until about midnight. So oh. it was a long day. Oh, and drinking all night. So, Mark, it wasn't one of those sets where you just had it all plugged in and ready. You were live DJing, taking requests and all that, Marky. Yeah, yeah. Marky, did you, I mean, what was first? Did you plan your 30th first or did you lock in DJing this wedding? I planned my 30th first. And then why would you say yes to the DJ wedding? Because it's my sole business. Yeah, um, got to pay the bills. Need to, need to pay off what he did on the 30th. Uh, <laughs> good on you, Mark. Uh, hello, Joe. Yeah, mate. Uh, what did you have to do hungover, Joe? Oh, my cousin come over from Tassie, mate, for the weekend, and I had to drive him back to the airport, still drunk. <laughs> well, that's not good, Joe. Obviously, you're, jo- Obviously you know, you're joking, Joe, and drunk, you would Joe. never have done that, because that is very illegal. illegal. So don't do that, yeah. Joe. Uh, obviously, he's joking. Don't do that. It's a comedy show. Uh, hello, Meg. Hello. Meg, what did you have to do hungover? Well, I had a really big party with uni friends, and then the next day we had a practical class which involved a practical exam component, Mm. and it wasn't the easiest. I passed, but I cannot tell you what happened the night before, and I was told to get off the floor multiple times by the lecturer. Oh. So what, during the practical exam, you were lying on the floor? Yeah, while waiting for other people, because the floor felt nice. And were you asleep? (laughs) No, I was awake, but the floor just felt a lot better than trying to stand up. And sorry, Meg, you passed this exam. 100% I did. Yeah, I mean, round of applause, but I mean, I know you said you don't remember much. You Are you sure you passed the exam, Meg? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I've still got the email somewhere. Pretty sure is not sure, Meg. <laughs> uh, Claudia, hello. Hi. What did you have to do hungover, Claude's? A couple of weeks ago, we were in Fiji, and it was actually my husband. He'd gone out and had a really big night the night before, and he said, oh, yeah, I'll come to lunch with you and your parents. We'll, we'll do that the next day. Rocked up to lunch, sat down, shades fill on, looking really not very good. Oh. Leaves lunch. We then find him behind our hire car throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> he then just continues to lie down in the hire car for the rest of the lunch, misses the entire thing. And then we go and find him, and he is like in the fetal position, just rocking, like it's going to be okay. Yeah. And what did yeah. you did you give him any feedback for that performance, Claudia? Look, we rated it pretty poor, um, but his performance the night before was pretty good, so you know, leveled out, I guess. What did, what did your parents say? Well, they've known him for a while, so you know, wasn't that unexpected, so I once, guess. So once again, they said, Claudia, I said, leave him. The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. You'll look back on this gear and think it's funny someday. Hey, uh, what's the best thing about Switzerland? But for Jimmy and Nate, it's just a dad joke Monday. I don't know, but the flag's a big plus. Yeah, we absolutely love this. And if you do miss any of them, you can always go see them on the socials at Jimmy and Nath, whether at the TikTok, uh, which gets a few exclusivities. TikTok, eh? Uh, or the Instagram at Jimmy and Nath. Uh, Nath, can I give you one more? Of course you can, ones? yes. Um, why was the vibrator sent to prison? Why was the vibrator sent to prison? Why is that? Because it was charged with sexual batteries. <laughs> Good. I like that. Uh, Anthony. Hello, Anth. G'day, guys. How you going? Good. You got a dad joke for us? 
I've got I've got a dad joke and a bit a bit of a risky one if you're up for it. Okay, okay yeah, go ahead, Anthony. Go start All with right. the dad joke. All right. So, what do they call Postman Pat now that he's retired? I don't know, Anthony. What? Pat. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> now, Anthony. I was too out of it. Uh, producers have just written through. Just so you know, guys, we haven't heard the risky ones. That's why I've got the dump button. I guys. promise you. I promise you. There's no swearing involved. Uh, okay. That's okay. Anthony. I've got. Look. Worst case scenario, I've got the dump button. Right. So if you hear the dump uh, button, perfect. then it was naughty. So go ahead, Anthony. Rip it perfect. off. So I went to a party on the weekend and, uh, you know, they were playing music. So I was dancing along to the Nutbush. You know, they started playing the Macarena. I did the Macarena. Time Warp came on, did the Time Warp. All of a sudden, come on, Eileen comes on and I get kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great song. It's a great song. You're just lucky someone (laughs) named Irene was there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's very lucky. Where is she? Where is she? I'm doing what the song... Anyway, uh, hello, Steph. Hello, hello. How are you both? We're good, Steph. You got a joke for us? Look, it's a little bit more tame than Anthony's and a little bit dusty, but what, what do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? What's that? So sophisticated. So I love that. That's good, Very Steph. good, Steph. Very good. So sophisticated. Hello, Max. Going on, lads? Oh, you know, mate, just a bit of radio, a bit of Monday night radio. You got a joke for us? Yeah, I do. Uh, so, what does a burnt pizza, a pregnant woman, and a frozen beer all have in common? What does a burnt pizza, a uh, pregnant woman, and a frozen beer have in common? I don't know. But some idiot forgot to pull it out in time. <laughs> It's oh, good. Well, yeah. I was, I was like, "Where is he going?" He's good. Good on you, Maxie. Uh, <clears throat> hello, Wes. Welcome to the show. G'day, fellas. How are we? Good. Now, Wes, I've, 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 I've the producers are looking nervously at me. Is there a reason for that? I uh, hopefully I can say this. <laughs> okay. Well, again, as we said to Anthony before, we've got the dump button. So <laughs> if shit gets real, I press that. So don't worry about it. So go ahead. Losing my virginity was a lot like my first football game. Come down with that. You can't. You can't. I'm not going to lie. Wes had me in the first half. I thought, that's all right. I mean, it's fine. It was was not everywhere. It was fine at the start. That's fine. That's fine. It was this. Wes, Wes, we still got you there. Can you hear us? Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah, so Wes, you know what happened then, yes? You hit the dump button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wes, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. I, I did appreciate the joke. There's just some things we can't. Broadcast on the radio. Mm. The first bit of the joke, so far. Yeah. So what what we'll do is we'll um we'll cut it up and we'll put it on the uh put it on the Instagram and the TikTok so people can see it. Okay, Wizzy. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, good on you, mate. <laughs> what, what what percentage chance do you think that was going to get played on the radio, Wes? I had high hopes. I thought it was. I look, Wes. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. And Jim, a relationship expert, has come out and revealed the worst question you can ask somebody on a first date. The worst question you can ask somebody on a first date. Devin Simone is her name, uh, renowned dating coach, and she said you should never ask, why are you single on a first date? You should never ask the question when you sit down over a wine and you go, so why are you single? Um, I mean, I wish I had it. It's safe. <laughs> 
would have saved some. Saved a lot of heartache, a lot of time. Saved a lot uh, of messages. <laughs> no, no, yours is even more simple. Are you single? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you married? <laughs> These your kids? <laughs> Are the children asleep? <laughs> Oh, we laugh. Obviously, we're joking. We're joking, guys. It's a comedy um, show. When's he get home? Uh, uh, so she said. She said. Obviously, we're joking. Uh, she said. She said the problem with this question is that you're not necessarily going to get uh, necessarily going to get the information you're looking for, uh, and phrasing it puts uh, the other person on the back foot. So you're putting someone in like a defensive position because yeah. you're essentially like you're almost like offending them. You're going, why are you single? Why are you single? Like, well, like what's, you're almost going like, what's the issue? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas you think it's, the, the way you say it is more like, a, you think it's a compliment, but it's not always taken as a compliment. You're like, why are you single? You're such a cat. Like, you're such a cat. I just haven't shown you I'm crazy yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm insane. Yeah, I've murdered everyone I've been with. <laughs> and you're next. <laughs> I've committed four murders. <laughs> Tonight. Anyway, I'll get the bill. Uh, So 131060, jump on the phones. What is the worst question uh, you've been asked on a date? 131060, you've asked a shocker or been asked a shocker before? I'm trying to, I I mean, I I think I'm, uh, I talk too much on a first date, but Mm. I think that's also like. nerves? No, it's not nerves. I mean. Showing off. I do a radio radio show. I'm quite entertaining. Well, it's bad that you bring me and we go back and forth. (laughs) I do a live Jimmy and Ash show. I go, anyway, lovely to meet you. But anyway, we're here to chat. I I don't know anything. I mean, my um, roommate Josh did Mm. ask um, this recently on a date. Why are you single? Yeah. And and he would have done it in the the frame of a compliment. Yes. And she replied with like a, like, um, uh, she said, look, I'm not sure, but she's like, you know, but it, it was re- it was a weird response. She's like, I'm not sure, but she's like, just you know, maybe I am, you know, a little crazy. She's like, when I my last boyfriend broke up with me, I had to have two weeks off work. I just had to see. That's the thing. You drive to his house. It's the answer you don't want. Across the road and <laughs> watch him, miss him at night. <laughs> and then she started crying at this restaurant. This was a first date. Mm. Um, you know this one. I used to date a twin many moons ago, hmm. and I on one of the first dates I went on with her. I asked the question, which I thought was going to be a joke. I was trying to be the funny guy, trying to impress her. Um, I said, what if I accidentally walk into your twin's room and not yours and get into that yeah, bed? Yeah, it's not a... She didn't find it funny. No, it's not funny. She found it even less funny when I did it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on a date once, and um, this is many, many moons ago. This is not a recent mm. one. This would have been like when I was around 20-ish, 21 okay. maybe. Yeah. And um, I got, like we were out. I went, I went for drinks, so it wasn't a it wasn't a dinner date. It was like just a casual meet up. Yeah, we we went to uni together. We we just like let's go out for drinks. Sure. Before. Her friends were heading out on a Saturday night. My friends were heading out. So I was like, why not just meet up for a few drinks? Mm. And I think she'd had a few drinks earlier, so she was coming. Well, she in was probably nervous. Pre drinks, nervous. She coming was in a bit hot. Coming in a bit hot. And I was very flirtatious. Mm-hmm. And she just point blank to ask me how like big my penis was. Oh, yeah. And you got it out there. And well, then. I mean, they say a picture paints a thousand words. So. No. Oh, you need a carousel. Uh, Thirteen ten sixty. Jump on the phones right now. What is point five? Maybe it fits in. What is the worst question uh, you've ever been asked on a date? Maybe you were the one who asked the question. Maybe you were asked the question. Worst questions you've ever been asked on a date. Uh, Kristen, hello. Hi. Uh, weirdest question or worst question you've been asked on a date? Oh, I was on a very first date. This was a number of years ago, and uh, the 
the guy was allergic to dogs and he asked if, if we worked out, could I get rid of my dog for him? Was that, oh. was that the first date? <laughs> first date. I was like, no, there's oh. no more dates from here. <laughs> the dog comes first. <laughs> Can you get rid of your dog? Your first... <laughs> what did you say, Kristen? Uh, it was just a flat no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will yeah. say like. And how else do you answer that? <laughs> no, but I mean, you probably did the right thing because at least like if you lied and were like, yeah, and then you end up dating for like a year and then he's like, come on, let's get rid of it. And you're like, oh no, not now. He'd be so, like, anyway, I've no. called, I've called no. the pound. It was always going to be a no. So <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Don't Smart go with Christian. that. <laughs> uh, Anne-Marie from Victoria. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hi, how are you tonight? Good, Anne-Marie. What's the worst question you've been asked on a date? Well, I went on a dinner date and um, the guy asked me how much I weigh and I was so embarrassed. No, he didn't. Actually? Yes, he did. Yeah, he was a bit like, uh, sort of like a fitness trainer, um, but I was just so embarrassed and I definitely didn't order dessert afterwards. What a pig. I know, it was disgusting. I was so embarrassed. I just wanted to walk away. What did you you say to him? Did you walk away? No, I didn't, but I was just so dumbfounded and was like, I can't believe he said that to me. And um, yes, I was so embarrassed. And um, Should have bloody yep. slapped him and walked out of there. Yeah, I was going to say stabbed him in the eye, but yours is much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> I would have picked up a fork and gone bang. Uh, hello, Emma. Hi, guys. How are you going? Good. Worst question you've been asked on a date? I think it was a second or third date. I was just starting to break out of not dating anyone for a long, long time. And this guy asked me if I was broken. And I was like, what do you mean am I broken? He said, are you on your period? Because that means you'd be broken right oh now. Oh, my. No, God. he didn't, Emma. Are you kidding? Actually happened. No, I'm not kidding. What was your, what did you say? Um, I was in shock. I was, I, I was in shock. I'm still in shock. Um, I don't think I gave him an answer. I just kind of rushed my food and got out of there. Oh. So this is this is first date, first date or a second the, date? Second or third. The okay. first one was fine. Second or third, then he got weird. Was he? Do you think he was just bit, like? I mean, want to get lucky? Yeah, want to get want to get laid. I think so. I think that if um, oh. if that were the case, then I would have probably not been able to go ahead with anything. But yeah, he said, "Are you broken, Emma? You have <laughs> dodged a bullet, Men my suck, friend. Emma. What Men an suck. asshole! Yeah. What an asshole! Thank you, Emma. Uh, what a dick! Are you broken? <laughs> you Jesus, far out. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the show. Hey, boys. How you doing? Good, mate. Worst question you've been asked on a date. Well, it was a, not quite a date, but it was an over 28s night when I was about 21 and down the morning to Peninsula and uh, picked up this lovely lady and getting ready to go home for the night. And she looks at me and she goes, have you got something you can bring home for me, Mum? <laughs> was her mum, so you're going to her house, Mark? Uh, yeah, we were, and Mum was at the nightclub with us, mate. Oh, oh Mark, was her Mum in the car with you? Yeah, she was there. She was in the nightclub. She was trying to pick up herself. She didn't succeed, so she got her daughter to see whether she could do it with us. <laughs> and did you have anyone, Mark? I did, mate. You better had a wingman with me. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Nate, a uh, 71-year-old man has been living in isolation, um, surrounded by a 15-foot fence oh. for over half a century. Jeez. 50 years. 50 years. Long time <laughs> to be <Tom>. isolated. <laughs> because, mate, he's afraid of women. They are scary. Oh. If I had a 15-foot fence, 
Mate, double it. What are they thinking? Him. Who knows? We'll never know. They look at me with their eyes. Although he's never been diagnosed, the man is believed to be suffering from gynophobia. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get a, you, mate. It's not a joke. It's the real uh, mm. name of it. It's a very rare condition described as a morbid and irrational fear of women. Mm. Um, the ironic thing being guys don't know about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, um, what I want to do on 131060 is I want to ask what your rational fear is. Sure. Um, and a big round of applause. Two members of the team joining us in the show. It is our EP Bruiser and Digital Kira. Ah! Hi. <laughs> oh, you're also scared of women. Ah. Or team members. Both. Oh, <laughs> Who wants to go first? Who's got the better story? Save for last. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So my rational fear is specifically, you know those big metal spoons? Mm. When saliva gets on it and it goes shiny, I cannot do it. So I will only use a smaller spoon or a wooden one. So are you talking about just like a like a big soup spoon or are you talking yeah. like a salad server? Filthy. The, right. like, like a the soup, soup spoon. Yeah. So, so can... what about like a normal spoon? So, you know, you got knife, fork, spoon. I'll have like a little baby spoon, but I'll only use my teeth. I won't let my tongue touch it. So it's, so it's ta- all spoons. Tablespoons? They're, they're okay, but it's the big ones. Right. So a bit, So you're talking tablespoon. What about Teaspoon big, you're yeah, fine ta- with. Yeah, yeah. What so about like a big, like the spoons you use for pasta and stuff, like a cooking spoon? I That's, just wouldn't do that. Okay. Yeah, so that it, it, look, it does sound a little spoon related, though. It's definitely spoon related. <laughs> what yeah. about a ladle? Oh, yeah. yeah how, where are you in ladles? If it's metal, I've got a weird thing about it. It's so like, just... you know when it's shiny and you can see it's got like the rainbow kind of thing on it because it's wet like the saliva? So right, if so I you... suck on a spoon and show it to you, I will run out. away. What if I suck on like a fork? Well, you can't really see it. It's not the same. Okay. So it's it's like the, the, the wet kind yeah, of reflection. Yeah, the reflection of it. It's gross. Mm, okay. That is, that is irrational. So, Kira, you're going to beat that apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have an irrational fear of James Franco. Oh, what is a good-looking rooster? Yeah, is it well, because of the allegations. Or? No, this is pre-allegations, <laughs> okay. but maybe it was a sign. Okay, I had uh, reoccurring nightmares about him for three months straight. How Every old night, were you? I was fourteen. <laughs> what it was like scary? It was the same thing every night, and he would just like like crawl like he was in the Exorcist and like jump on me. James Franco. <laughs> yeah. From what, like what had you seen him in that put it into your I, mind? I don't know, but Seth Rogen was also there, so who knows? So you scared of Seth Rogen? No, Seth Rogen's fine. He didn't jump on me. But the the, <laughs> the problem is, is I had the the nightmare every night for three months straight, and then it's the the day that it stopped. My mum met James Franco. Oh, spooky. How? How? Oh, she he she went to New York and he was in a play. He jumped she, on her. Uh. <laughs> and yeah, so now I'm just, I don't trust him. He's, he's not, not what about What about when you see his younger brother, Dave Franco? Yeah, Dave's all right. That's right. Yeah, Dave's okay, all so you're, right. Fine, you're fine with those. Yeah, well, Dave right. hasn't jumped on me. <laughs> but so, neither uh, is James. Uh, producer Jared, I know you're not in the studio at the moment, but tomorrow night on the show, can you get James Franco in here <laughs> sucking on a spoon? No, I will actually... I, <laughs> Which is weird because that's Jared's kink. So. <laughs> Jared's like, that's what I wanted. Uh, all right, we're doing this. 13, 10, 60, Australia, jump on the phones. What's your irrational fear? What is your irrational fear? Maybe it's spiders. Maybe it's snakes. Maybe it's flying. Maybe it's pencils. What is your irrational fear? What's your fear? What's your fear? Look, I probably... Shared audio bones. Mm. I wouldn't go with snakes or spiders. I mean, they're quite they're quite rational. rational. Yeah. They're prob- probably one and two, really. Yeah, and height, you throw heights in there. Oh, I'm scared of heights. They're probably the big ones. I wouldn't be able to call the show. No. <laughs>
They're probably the big ones. You have a, you kind of have an irrational fear of wooden cutlery. Yeah, I don't know if it's a fear, but more <gasps> like a strong disgust. But you can't get, you can't can, get uh, your, Yeah. Uh, they don't freak you me. S- you see it though and you gag. Yeah. I'm not scared of them, but they, uh, there is something that I, like I haven't even told you this. There's some, I'm not a rat, like it's not a full on fear, but it's something I always, I always think about. Yeah. But I'm not like, I don't see it and freak out. Every time I'm on uh, a, you know, the travelator ones, yeah. so the, the flat ones that are often at airports. Not an escalator, a travelator. Not an escalator, the flat, flat ones. ones yeah. I, getting off those, because you've got your bag and everything, often you're carrying quite a few things. Yeah. I always worry about the little pincer things at the end. And I think if it doesn't get my shoes, it might get the wheel of the bag. You know what I mean? So you, you step over it, but I, if you, I, you won't notice this, but I'll often pick my bag up over it, not roll over it. So not escalators. No, not escalators Just because I'm not. What well, I don't often have like a, a bag on the ground. Yes. Have yeah, you there in the front? <laughs> yes. Yes. Question. Have you ever seen someone get caught in a travelator? No. We saw someone no, on Saturday night. Exactly. Did you actually? Yeah. In, the, in the escalator, they got their dress caught in the escalator. Oh yes. <laughs> Yes, so I would see, understand the fear then. See, there you go. Well, I mean, I'm not often wearing a dress, thing. but I mean, but I'm worried about the same well, thing. Maybe it's yes. time to start. So embarrassing. Yeah. Start worrying about escalators, mate. They're out to get you as well. Yeah, because they just. What happens if you form the little gap between where lifts are? Oh, I dropped my keys down there once. There's another one. I always worry about. I will never stand near that because I always worry dropping something down there. See, so you've got heaps of fears. So many. You never step on a crack because it'll break your back. Yeah, I just not break your mother's back. Oh. I've already done that. <laughs> you broke your mother's pack. No, yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the assistance, Kira. Well done. Cheers. All right. Thirteen ten sixty. <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. What is your rational fear? Are you scared of pencils, yellow cars, or men with ginger mustaches? What is your rational fear? What's your fear? What's your fear? Hey, round of applause, Audio Bones, right? He changed that little, it's called an opener, right, in the radio biz. He changed that on the fly. It did say spiders and snakes, and now he's changed it to yellow cars and men with ginger moustaches. Yeah, he's coming after me. But, hey, uh, <laughs> watch out, Bones. Yeah, you win this time. I'll get you next time. Oh, he's very good. Okay, we're talking irrational fears, 13, 10, 60. Hello, David. Hi, mate. How are you? Good, bro. What's your irrational fear? Oh. Look, it's no spoons, it's no James Franco, but um, <laughs> shower drains. Shower drains? Okay. Shower is, drains. Is, is, you is, can keep them away from me. David, is it, because I think my partner has a similar thing, but it's like, it's grating and all that. Is it the grating of it or is it just the, no, the idea of the drain? No, so about 10 years ago, I saw a horror film and there was this bloke and he was standing under the shower drain. And when the lady stepped on it, he shoved a big knife up through the drain into her foot. Oh! And, yeah, ever since then, I dance around it. <laughs> so Just you... imagine him in there hot-stepping around it. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't even... Is my mic on? Yeah, your mic's on. just cut out. Yeah, no, we can no, hear sorry, him. mate. David, you can hear him. I can hear him. Yeah, yep. I've yep. got a rational fear of... <laughs> you can't not hear in your own no voice. voice. <laughs> this sounds really... I'm going nuts. You are going nuts. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's not coming... You okay, buddy? I'm not okay. That's all right. David, right, don't worry. I'm, I'm here, mate. Uh, I can't hear myself, but I can hear you and David. Oh, David, you're so right. He is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, Corey. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Jim. How are you? We're good. Jim, can you hear Corey? I can hear I can hear Corey. I can hear you. I can't hear myself. Oh, you can't hear yourself? <laughs> yes. So well, it's you're... not coming through my headphones. Yeah, okay. So... Well... <laughs> 
Got your appointment tomorrow. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's so weird. Uh, Corey, just quickly. You Sorry, can, you can producer hear. Jared wrote, be grateful. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Good, Jared. <laughs> Bloody got him oh, a beauty. Anyway. Uh, Corey, irrational fears. What do you got? Uh, yeah, this one's actually my wife. She has an irrational fear of metal, so she can't touch keys, coins, and more importantly, our metal door handles. Oh. She can't touch. We have to have balloons on our door handles so that way she can... Go in and out of doors. So you've Sorry, got. Like, did you say balloons on your door handles? Yep, that was that's a solution we've had to get to is having not blown up, of course, but have um, <laughs> balloons. Be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have to have balloons. We've got all fancy colours and everything all around the house at the moment. So, but couldn't you just get new door handles, Corey? Um, we are renting, so oh, if, if yeah, we bought, so. if we owned it, then yeah. yeah no. <laughs> It'd be like it's like so having no- a little condom on the doorknob, really, isn't it? <laughs> Essentially, it's just a colourful one. You so, should... Corey, no, can't touch any metal. No metal, no. Gee, she wouldn't want to win at the Olympics, would she? Oh, no, I definitely. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> not uh, for me. I'll come forth. <laughs> Give me the confetti. <laughs> Hello, Dylan. Hey, boys, how you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, what's your irrational fear? Uh, public toilets. Oh, okay. Why is, did something happen, Dylan? Completely not the reason that you're thinking. I um I read a book when I was younger and it was about public toilets eating people and then I had <laughs> nightmares for like a straight four years. How old are you now, Dylan? Uh twenty nine. <laughs> it's just held on to me, you okay. know, it's got its grass. So Dylan, are you scared of are you scared of urinals or it's just toilets? No, just so I can go in, I yep. can stand and pee at the toilet. Yeah. But as soon as I sit down I get those It's a great story. It was a great story. It's a great story. Do we bring him back? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, Dylan, Dylan, I'm going to bring you back because it's a great story. Uh, you just got a bit carried away, big fella. We got you there, Dil. Yeah, yeah, got me. Yeah, cool. So we're talking about your irrational fear of the... Um... You did look... In your defence, Dil, you, you said the F word. <laughs> Sorry, music's back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you didn't say it very loudly. We, Nathan and I gave each other a look of, can we just push on here? Yeah. But we, we're very close. We get in trouble. Uh, so, Dylan, we're talking about, I mean, Australia, if you heard it, um, Dylan's got an irrational fear of toilets. public toilets. Eating him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dylan, will you? Do, so you won't do a number two in a public toilet? Yeah, no, definitely not. That's a no-go. I have to uh, uh, hold the tail and uh, wait till I get home. So what happens if you like you need to go and you have no choice? Uh, well, I've been in some tricky situations before, so uh, keep a roll of toilet paper in the back of the car and uh, find a place. <laughs> what do you mean? Like <laughs> behind a tree? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. You know, it, it only works when I'm drunk. If I'm drunk enough, I, I can go to a public toilet. I love it's, it. It's very strange. Dylan carries poo bags around like a dog. Just, <laughs> yeah. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Oh. Quentin time! Well, it was on, and now it's off, because as soon as the buzzer goes, Jim, we guts to go with yeah, it. Yeah, once the whistle whistles, we weave. Yep. Whistle and weave, baby. That's us. You've heard a smile and wave. This show is all about whistle and weave. Uh, we can't go anywhere without a show review, though. Uh, we are 13, 10, 60. Yes, and baby. Yes, yes and I got you. Uh, jump on the phone. Oh, you mean a show will boo. <laughs> Don't push it, don't push it. You're giving our next person some content. Uh, because the way the show review works is you tell us one thing you hated, one thing you loved, we get the hell out of here. Hello, Marky, welcome. Hello, mate. How you doing? Good, Mark. You had you on a bit earlier, I believe. 
Yes, we were on a little earlier. On a little earlier. You told us how you picked up a, a woman and then you picked up somebody for that woman's mum, yes? That's the go, yep. Jeez, Mark, you can do it all. <laughs> can you give us a show <laughs> review, though, Mark? What's something oh, you loved? Uh, the best part of the show was obviously that last question that you guys asked me. You loved every bit of it. Yeah, yes. you, you were a star, Mark. That's why we got you back. Yeah, you're one of the <laughs> one of the great members of the show, of the Jimmy Nath family. All right, Mark, something we can work on, something you didn't like. What do you got? Uh, the uh, the appraisal of the show wasn't probably the best part of the whole thing, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this bit. <laughs> this, this, this bit right now, Mark. That'd be the one, eh? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> The Jimmy and Nath Podcast. It's only the good stuff.